Welcome to Rise and Thrive, a segment of the Unyielded Podcast. I am your host, Bobby Kaler. These short segments are meant to be fuel for you, for your week, and for your life. If you are finding value in these, and if you haven't done so already, make sure that you hit that subscribe button so that you never miss another episode. I was recently on a Southwest flight down to Orlando for a client, my first in-person workshop in more than two years. And I have to say, I was not thrilled with my flight selection as I was getting in around six o'clock at night, and that's a bit later than I prefer. When I travel for work, I like to arrive early enough so that when I get to the hotel, I can do a workout, grab some dinner and relax, and then get to bed early so that I'm rested and energized for the morning. So I got to the airport, and then I was notified that the flight was going to now delayed by more than two hours. I think it was two hours and 10 minutes. And that meant that I'd have to hurry a little bit if I was going to be able to eat in the hotel restaurant, which in this case, I really wanted to because there's not a lot around that particular area. And I wasn't renting a car, just taking the hotel shuttle. But I thought, you know what? Well, I need some work done here as I'm waiting. 30 minutes later, another little ding announces a text from Southwest. The flight has been delayed like another three or four hours, and it's not going to even depart until till nearly eight o'clock at night. At that point, dinner's off the table. Then, I mean, literally within minutes, miraculously, another text arrived and the flight is going to depart on time at the original departure time. So they get as quickly boarded. The captain flies around the storm and we arrive in Orlando only 20 minutes later than our original arrival time. Everyone is thrilled, including me. Now, remember, remember how I was less than thrilled because I like to get in early so I can do a workout and an early dinner. I still didn't have time for that, for the workout or the early dinner. But now I'm no longer bummed about it because I'm excited by my extra time, you know, versus getting in at 11 o'clock at night. Interesting, isn't it? Nothing really changed except for my thoughts. As we were deplaning, I was chatting with a fellow passenger and he commented that if the flight had been, you know, just been 20 minutes late, people would have been complaining. But because we all thought we were going to be, you know, roughly have a six hour delay, a 20 minute delay seemed like a win and everyone's happy. Think about it though. We were still 20 minutes late. That is a fact. We arrived 20 minutes later than our scheduled arrival time, but no one complained. Everyone was happy. The only thing that had changed is how I and others were thinking about those 20 minutes. And this leads to a really important distinction. My thoughts are not facts. My thoughts are opinions about a set of circumstances. What a powerful tool that we can use. What we think about something affects how we feel about something, which in turn affects how we act. Now, as I'm talking about this, I'm reminded of another airport scene about 10 years ago. I'd been in Dayton, Ohio, doing some coaching for a client, and it was a Thursday morning, early. It was a 6 a.m. flight, to be precise. We were all on the plane, getting ready to push back when the pilot came on and said that we were facing a delay. And he's like, I'm going to be honest with you, it's going to be a long one. Something was wrong with our hydraulic system or something. Now, I'm not a mechanic, but that seemed pretty important. So I was kind of glad they caught that issue while we were on the ground instead of being up in the air. So we all deplaned and we set up camp in the gate area. I remembered that the airport had a fun little bookstore and uh, that I usually didn't have time to explore because I was usually rushing for my plane, but I certainly had time now. 
So I went back to the bookstore and I spent some time perusing the shelves and finding some treasures to read. And I found two books and I headed back to the gate area. I found a seat by a window and I started reading. I became completely engrossed in the book until I heard this irate man yelling pretty much at the top of his lungs at the gate agent about how the airline sucked and how the situation was awful and how she was, a and he said this, a miserable failure of a human being. Now she handled him with grace, but he kept up his red-faced shouting until security had to be called to calm him down. The rest of the passengers remained understanding and patient. It turned into a 10-hour delay. The only person who got irate was this one man. Did I love the delay? No, of course not. It was a few days before Christmas. I wanted to be home too. Yet at the same time, I got to experience some pleasant moments. I chatted with people that I wouldn't have otherwise. We set up little base camps and we'd watch each other's belongings if someone needed to go to the bathroom or for a walk or to, you know, grab a sandwich. We got each other coffee and one man, oh my goodness, this still makes me cry when I think about it. He did something that was simply beautiful. There was this one young family. It was a husband, wife, and what looked to be a relatively, you know, newborn baby. And within a couple hours, they knew that they were going to miss their connecting flight in Denver and they didn't have money for a hotel and they were hours from home and they didn't want to have to make the drive back home and then come back first thing in the morning again. Well, this man overheard them talking and apparently he had a ton of points at Marriott hotels because he arranged for them to have a room at a nearby hotel. And the couple was so grateful and thrilled. I mean, they were in tears. We were all in tears because it was just such a beautiful moment. Now, when it finally came time to board our flight, the gate agent was still there, even though her shift had ended because in her words, she said she wanted to stay there so that she could take care of us as best as she could until we were safely on our way. She was absolutely amazing the whole day. She kept getting us bottles of water. She gave us food vouchers. She kept us informed. And as we boarded, I think that every single person hugged her and thanked her for her kindness and her service. Except, of course, for one, the red-faced man. As he boarded, he loudly complained about how she had ruined his day. No, he had ruined his day with his own thoughts. I'm not saying that bad things never happen, but often a relatively neutral thing happens and we make it bad by how we think about it. I don't know about you, but there are enough truly bad things out there that I don't need to turn neutral things into worse things than they need to be. So I do my best to notice and change my thoughts. If it's a neutral thing, it's neutral. I don't want to turn it into something bad. I hope that you found this insight helpful and beneficial, and it will help you in some way going forward. So if you haven't done so already, please make sure you hit the subscribe or follow button so that you never miss another episode. And I hope that you have an absolutely amazing week this, uh, this coming week and make sure that no matter what happens, you rise and thrive.